Hi, everyone. Welcome to Girl Code. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Girl Code. If that's your first time tuning in, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I've missed the, what's it called? Welcome back to the temporary stew. I was about to say welcome back to the virtual like temporary stew. And then I was like, shut the fuck up at last minute and changed it. That's why you got that weird singing thing. Because I just freaked out at last minute and was like, stop saying that. <laughs> no, I liked it. I think it was cute. You know what? We don't really have many more of those left, guys, because we're going back to a studio on Friday. Oh, yeah. Temporary stew is like vintage almost. Um, So enjoy it while it's here because we have a hard, not hard. I'm trying to, I was about to say like hard copy. Like what the fuck does that mean? A permanent stew. A permanent stew until we find our next permanent stew. So it kind of is still a temporary stew. But anyway, moving on. Maid of Honor, how did the wedding go? Because it looked beautiful. You know what? It was actually such a nice day. Like, I I feel like I have been away from reality for the last week. Like, I've just been in wedding world. You have been. That's why I'm checking I know. In. I feel like I've been wedding in wedding world. I feel like I don't even know what's going on. I've just been so sucked into the whole, all of my bridal duties. Not me, obviously. Maid of honor, bridal duties. Um, but it was such a nice weekend. Maddie had such a good day and... Actually, you know how everyone always says like things go wrong? Nothing really went wrong, which was great. I feel like she was super organized though. I saw in her story she had like all those um like schedules and everything printed out. I was like, there is no room for error in here. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she's very much like a type A personality. Like everything was planned out and there was just there was like contingency plans for things that could go wrong. It was just very well organized. I feel like your wedding will be like that. Mine, absolutely not. So. Well, I, I'm i definitely going to have a wedding planner. She did it all by herself, which I think was just insane. Like, she, we did the setup. We went down the day before the wedding and, like, set everything up ourselves. It was just chaos. But, yeah, she was very well organized and everything went really well. Um, what else? Yeah, I did my speech. I was so nervous. Oh, my God. Speaking in front of that many people that you don't really know because, like, a lot of her family's there. That was stressful. But it went well. Everyone had fun. I'm like so dead. I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice. I'm like so run down because we also had the recovery day as well, which just things got weird there too. But it was fun. Also, you were kind of sick or no, your sinuses were bad last week as well before the wedding. So I feel like it's just piling on. Yeah. So Maddie has a cat and I stayed at her house for a week, the lead up to her wedding. And I'm really allergic to cats. So my sinuses were just, I was like popping antihistamine like every day. It was just crazy. Um, and then after two days of nonstop partying and like four hours sleep, I'm quite dead. But I'm still kicking. I'm still alive. Did you find the recovery day had like a big turnout? Because I always wonder when people have recovery days, if many people come. Because like for me personally, when I'm hungover, you can't even get me out of the bed to pick up my Uber Eats, let alone to another event. So I was just curious. A lot of people RSVP'd yes. And then a lot of people just didn't end up coming, which I'm guessing is because they were just too hungover. But it was still fun. Like even the people that did come, most people would leave after like two hours or something. Like I wouldn't say it was a really big recovery day. I think the recovery day works really well if you're, you've booked like a villa and then everyone at the villa just like is by the pool. I think that would be like a lot of people would turn out. Um, but it was still really fun. She had such a good day. And yeah, it was just really fun. Did you get some laughs from your speech? I did. Yeah. I told um the new, well, actually I've told you guys, the GC family knows as well, like the whole New York stalker foot fetish story. 
because that was with Maddie, the girl that got married. So I shared that story and that, that got a few chuckles. Imagine if it didn't. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you were giving a speech and, like, no one laughed? See, that's, like, my worst nightmare. I would just walk off the stage. Giving a speech, first and foremost, worst nightmare. I think it's the pressure of a speech that wigs me out. I think if I, like, got up there when I was, like, had a few tequilas and just YOLO'd, I wouldn't even be stressed. But if I had to remember something and it was, like, and I hadn't had a few tequilas, oh, my God, I'd be shitting in my pants. And then if I tried to pull, like, a scripted joke and no one laughed, I actually would just get in the next available cab and leave. <laughs> Literally. That's why, so the on the actual wedding night, like everyone was getting really tipsy because my speech was last and I I think I had like two drinks the whole day or something because I was like, I cannot be drunk for this because I was reading off a sheet of paper. So I was like, imagine if I just, I don't know, I needed to be focused. And then after I finished my speech, I was like, someone inject some champagne into my veins because I'm getting drunk. <laughs> but in all seriousness, so like it made, it made me so happy. Like, I'm so excited for when our friendship group starts having weddings and stuff like that. You know, like our Sydney friendship group, because it's just like weddings are so fun. Did you cry? Because I cry at every single wedding I have ever been to, even if I'm a plus one and have like never met them before. (laughs) I'm bawling. When Jimmy was doing his speech, he was the groom. He, because Jimmy's a big boy. Like, this is like a real bloke, you know, like he's very tall. He's He's an Aussie he's an Aussie dude and he was getting emotional and that's when it hit me because I was like oh my goodness it was just really sweet and I'm not a crier okay Rod like you know I'm not a crier but that really that that hit me I actually teared up um when I watched I think it was she posted a reel and it was um we're talking about Maddie Finlay by the way you guys can all go look at this content (laughs) if you want to see go um, spam a wedding with some GC love because we've spoken about it quite a few times. Literally, it's like a crucial part of the podcast at this point. Yeah, there was a video she posted and it was her mum walking her down the aisle, which already I'm crying. And then, oh my God, when she like, the mum handed her over to Jimmy and then Jimmy starts tearing up. I was like, I'm fucking losing it. I'm sitting, I'm crying again. I'm just watching it on Instagram. No, it was so sad. It was so, not sad, but like, emotional it was very emotional but it was beautiful it gives you like the chills a little bit like you just there's so much like there's so much just like love going around you know I don't know like a love surge have you seen (laughs) it's a love surge I'm having a love surge oh that was really sad though did you see she came out and was like you guys are really like making me so upset did you see her second video you cannot convince me that they won't like kind of joking no dude I don't think it was really I don't think it was I think she was being serious like I think I think it was being serious but then people just decided to make fun of her right so I'm going to hell <laughs> basically is what I'm saying <laughs> yes did you see they actually dressed up as a love search for Halloween they took their ownership back which I respect oh that's good that's funny yeah she was wearing like a love heart sweater and like a love heart skirt or something and he was wearing a matching one with like a electric- lightning bolts all over it and they were a love search i love when people make fun of themselves you know who that actually reminds me of is Hailey bieber's halloween costume the mean girls did you see this love see that's iconic i love when people twist like negative things that people say about them and make fun of themselves i think that is just such a power move or what about kim kardashian and the all of the kardashians getting you know, made fun of for just dating like the whole of the NBA and then Kim becoming the official (laughs) NBA underwear sponsor. Like they, they also know how to turn 
a joke about themselves, they can turn it into cash, and I respect that. Slay Kim K. She never sleeps, honestly. Well, that's that's really my only update since, like I said, I've been in wedding world. I feel like I've just not been in the real world. Like, I don't even know what's been happening, so fill me in, K-Rod. So... I'm going to tell you guys a story about my crazy neighbor. <laughs> oh my God. No. I... I'm hesitant to share too much because um, like I can't really move out. Like we're not renting. Like it's like, <laughs> so I feel like I don't want to overshare and like they're not going to move out either because they're not renting. So like, I think we're stuck with these neighbors <laughs> for a while. So I'm treading lightly because also don't want to get murdered in my sleep. So uh, basically. I'm going to set the scene for you. It's Saturday afternoon. It's 3 p.m. What am I doing? I'm in bed. Blinds are shut and I'm watching Kardashians. That's what's happening. So, yeah, relaxing, not making any noise whatsoever. It's just me and my boyfriend watching Kardashians Saturday afternoon, minding our business. No one, Maddie, you've been to where I live. It is a quiet, quiet community. Like, not much is going down. I don't live near heaps of apartments. I live in, like, suburbia houses. Chill. Right. So anywho, it is silent on my road. And then I just hear, I'm actually kind of scared that he can even hear me talking right now. Like he's fucking crazy. Um, I hear this like banging and screaming like from below me. So I knew it was my neighbor. And he's just like, shut the fuck up. Like banging stuff on his, um, what's it called? Like veranda railing. And I was like, that's weird because no one is making any noise. So then I proceed just to mind, we just mind our business, keep watching the show. And then it happens again, like half an hour later, again, like abuse, like screaming. And we're like, who is he actually speaking to? Because no one is here. Like the whole block is quiet. No one is doing anything on the street. Like it's chill. I'm like, he's wigging out. It happens like a few times and we start freaking out. Like I'm like locking the doors. Like I'm like, maybe he thinks it's us because he has made comments about us making noise before. And we're super quiet. Like you know, we don't even invite people over to our place. So I think he's like wigging out a little bit. Anyways, that's all. Moving forward, I spent order some Italian food, which comes to about $80, right? Just for reference. Like it wasn't like a little cheapy and, it, you know, it wasn't over the top, but it's fucking $80. All right. And I'm starving. And we, I checking the thing and I can see that the Uber driver is like really close. And then I hear this person scream out, their unit number like I'm gonna say a fake number so like unit one he's like unit one and I thought in my head that our uber driver had accidentally delivered it to him and he was being like wrong unit fuck off essentially that's what I thought anywho wrong so our food never shows up we're so confused the uber driver comes up stressing freaking out saying oh my god I'm so sorry um that man downstairs just stole your food (laughs) so this guy what actually happened was he went out on his balcony saw the uber eats driver coming in yelled out come to unit one and then went back inside uber driver went to his door being like what the hell and said is this for tom because that's Tom placed the order. And the guy said, yes, took the food, slammed the door in his face. We're freaking out. Uber driver comes up, tells us what happened. And we're like, what the actual fuck? He's like, I'm so sorry. I was scared. Like, I just thought you might've like mistyped your number. Like he said, his name was Tom. And we're like, what the actual fuck is going on? Um, So I called the police because. <laughs> oh my God. We're going back and forth, Tom and I. Not the food's fine. Like, obviously that is like the worst thing you can do to me as someone who is food driven 
it's still my food. Like I wanted to kill this man. Like I wanted to go down, start throwing hands and get my pizza back. Why didn't you guys go down and knock on his door? Just because I think I've heard him yelling a lot of times. Like I don't think he's a very go with the flow namaste kind of guy. I don't want to assume. But the abuse that I'd been hearing for hours before off his balcony to no one made me think he might have been having like you know, a bit of an episode, like maybe a mental health issue. Perhaps he was like really drunk or he was like using drugs. And it freaked me out a little bit because I don't want to go down there and like get stabbed with like a heroin needle. (laughs) No, you know what? I'm so glad you guys did it. We also didn't know whether we should call the police or not, because obviously not an emergency. Like just to clarify, we just called the local, like the local number. We're not sweating resources for something, you know, Um, that's not that dramatic. Uh, But we were like, more so just to check on his welfare. Like, I hate your guts for stealing my food. Let that be very clear. But I want to make sure you didn't just have like a manic episode and die. You know what I mean? Or like overdose on drugs because it was just weird behavior. And I'd like to flag the police came to our house like three hours (laughs) after, which is fine. Again, not an emergency. But by this time, it was dead silence at the guy's house. Like, I couldn't hear anything. And we're like, I hope he's alive. So they came up, they asked us, you know, what we want, like, the outcome to be. And we'll, like, just make sure he's alive. Like, make sure he's okay. He's not, you know, anything's happening to him. Um, Don't even mention the food. We'll, like, just leave it. We don't want to start any drama. Like, it's totally fine. Um, But they came in and they were like, oh, have you tried getting a refund for your food? We're like, yeah, that, we've already done that. This isn't about the food. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, we can't really help out. And we're like, that's fine. Like, again, we don't... <laughs> we're not here for a refund like just go check on this guy and they're like okay so they went down then he'd put the food at his front door to make it look like he hadn't stole it so I don't know if he saw the police car and like freaked out or what but the food was magically on his front door so they can come back up and we're like oh your food's here here you go and we're like we don't like again like we don't want the food thank you so much for bringing it up he took the food inside to his apartment for a few hours first of all like don't know what this crazy guy did to it um second of all it's cold it's been sitting there for hours so all jay you can you guys can just you can just leave that uh so then they went back down and they knocked on his door and i could hear it they went knock knock police waited probably like two minutes got in their car and drove off i was like amazing thank you so much for your service have you have you that's that's really strange though i feel like they that's such a weird reaction for the police sorry I feel like normally they're so good with stuff like this what was really jarring was so that was Saturday night right the food was out let's just say from 5 p.m I checked Sunday all day like I was home all day and I kept looking out seeing if the food had gone or his car had moved none he did not move his car or his food for over 24 hours and I'm like dude he might be actually dead like I was really concerned and I was like this is not okay um and then the Monday I saw his car leave but the food stayed on his doorstep he didn't move it and then Tuesday afternoon around 4 p.m I saw that the food had been put in the bin so um I think he's definitely alive but what the fuck was that (laughs) and you haven't had any more interactions with him no I think he's avoiding us I took some stuff out to the bin and I saw his door shut and like because like I can look up and see his apartment I saw the door shut and I was like okay Dude, that is so, so concerning though. What the hell? If anyone's wondering, I spent Sunday, uh, we went down straight to the mall and bought security cameras. (laughs) 
That's a good idea. You should definitely do that. So now no one can fuck with me. It's recorded and sent directly to my phone because <laughs> I'm so scared now. Honestly, crazy neighbors, hey. It was just a weird experience. I was actually on for a little bit on TikTok. I was on crazy neighbor TikTok. And in America, this guy would put, I think it was like some type of chemical something under his neighbor's door and was like poisoning them. This is like actually this happened in America because they got security cameras and they found their neighbor. He would go and like pour some type of chemical under their door and like their whole family was getting really sick and they didn't know why. And then they saw the footage and he was like poisoning them. Dude, that is so not okay. I know. So just be careful if you feel like you're getting sick for no apparent reason. Maybe that's why. Do you remember that (laughs) one of my exes, (laughs) when we would go to his apartment like (gasps) after a night out and the neighbors would put fart bombs in there? (laughs) Under the door. Oh my god, that was actually so. That was traumatizing, though. That was so bad. Oh no. I think I've told this story probably when it was happening in real time. But this guy I used to date, we'd always go back to his apartment, like after a night out or before or whatever. And if there was like more than three people in there, the people next door would come and put like a fart bomb under the doorstep, and it would go off, and it was putrid, like the worst thing. And they would just deny it and be like, "I don't know what you're talking about," but like it was a. Like, we knew it was, they do it every time. It was fucked. Every time. And it was like, it wasn't, you could tell it wasn't just someone in the party was feeling a little bit unwell. It was so bad and so strong and it would stay for so, it was just trauma. That was so bad. Like, it was actually so bad. Loki also kind of iconic. Like, you could just gaslight them into being like, no, someone farted. Yeah, like, no, that's like, we didn't do that. Don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, crazy neighbours, hey? It appears I think a lot of people have them. Kind of scary. That's what ruined my Saturday. Um, I know I've got to get over it. I didn't end up ordering, eating food until 9pm, which is just like trauma in my world. Like, I'm a five o'clock girly. Um, Because I was too scared to reorder because I thought he was just going to steal it again. And Uber Eats wouldn't believe me. um, And I wouldn't get a refund. So, hate your guts. And then Sunday... I actually had a really lovely Sunday, (laughs) but then Sunday night, uh, as I mentioned on the last episode, Tom was meant to play a Halloween gig at 12 a.m., right? So I go to sleep peacefully at like 8.30 p.m. sleeping, and then his alarm goes off at 10.30 p.m. for him to wake up (laughs) and go out to this gig. So I'm awake, and then they told him that his set got cancelled. So then I couldn't fall back asleep. So everyone's on my dog list at the moment for disrupting my evening. Wow, you have had a rough weekend, doll. Serious, serious first world problems. You're being tested. You are being tested. My weekends are so sacred. And like when anything just happens outside of my plan, I'm like, I hate you. (laughs) No, I completely feel that. So yeah, that's all. (laughs) Ins and outs. What are your ins and outs? Oh, so we don't have any? Well, I look, guys, I'm not going to lie. I've definitely been letting us down this week with my preparation for this episode. I, <laughs> I'm i really relying on you, K-Rod, to really hold the, hold the team. That's okay. I have some – I actually have in, undecided, and an out. So there's three. I added a new category. You've – oh, in, undecided. Okay, right, right, right. Got you. It's undecided. I've got in, undecided, slash irrelevant. And out. So I'll go, I'll walk you through them. In Naked Sundays Priming Sunscreen. It's the 50 plus one. Shut 
the front door. It is so good. I have had it for a while. I just got it in PR and was using a different sunscreen on my face and just kind of, you know, wasn't using it. And then I randomly put it on without reading the bottle. I just knew it was sunscreen. And I was like, holy shit, why do I look amazing with sunscreen on? Normally I look like a greasy rat. And it is, so it's like kind of mattifying, but it's still glowy, if that makes any sense. And it smooths and evens your skin tone whilst being um, SPF, but you can use it for primer under your makeup and it will, it just sits beautifully. But I used it on a day that I wasn't wearing any makeup and it made my skin tone so even, so nice. It's not like really tinted. I can't explain it. You just have to investigate for yourself, but oh my God, I actually... I'm obsessed. I'm going to buy like 20 tubes of it because love. Oh my God. Okay. Naked Sundays, please sponsor us at this point. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm so desperate. I'm probably going to clip this and send it to them and be like, please, can I have one more tube? (laughs) Please, sir. (laughs) My next is making photo coffee table books. And I couldn't remember if I'd spoken about this or not before, but this is like a random hobby I picked up last year. I don't even know. I don't even know if I've really shared this at all, but I've started making photo books. <laughs> I don't think you've even shared this with me. This is news to me. You might be getting a photo book this year for your birthday because I'm so upset. It's like when people get into like scrapbooking and, sh- you know, like those hobbies. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like making photo books was like. Well, isn't like photo books kind of the same as scrapbooking? But just like a scrapbooking takes like a lot more talent. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Like, I'm kind of just like dragging and dropping pictures into a coffee table book template and being like, look how good I am. But I've started, I started it when we went to Europe. So like, what was that? 2022. And I was like, I'm going to start making books for every trip and every year. So I do every holiday we go on and they look so chic. Like they're all stacked up nicely and they just look like a lovely like coffee table book. We're not making tacky, thin, plasticky stuff. I want hardcover, matte, like aesthetic designed coffee table books with your photos because think about it. All of our memories are on our phone. I don't know about you guys, but I never back up my iCloud. So if I lose that thing, which I'm likely to do, all that, all those memories are gone, which leaves me only with what's on Instagram. And Instagram, I'm posting like one of the thousand photos I took in that outfit where I look, you know, the best, tweaking it. I'm not in the moment. It's not, you know, like we don't, if you don't make an effort to kind of preserve these memories your kids and future generations probably won't see it realistically. No, I agree. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I think this sounds like a wonderful idea. I think everyone should do it. I use Mixbook and they're always 50% off. Like, I swear to God, every time I go on, it's like 50% off, 50% off. And they look incredible, chef's kiss. And yeah, I recommend doing that, everybody, so you can show your kids one day all your memories and not just the highlight reel. God bless. Um, Next is Chobani Flips. Are they the yogurt, the yogurts? With the little snacks on the other side and you flip the snacks into the yogurt. Oh, no. What's the flip? I know Chobani yogurts. I feel like they're like, all right. Chobani flip is just out of this world. It is just a lovely little treat. Like the strawberry shortcake one, it's like a strawberry yogurt. Then you flip in all these like little white chocolate and biscuit crumbs, mix it in, and it's just like a lovely dessert. I... I'm actually like nearly bringing a tear to my eye thinking about how much I love Chobani flips. I, you know what I think we should do? I think we should start like K-Rod's weekly food wrecks, a segment on the podcast. 
and you just share all your good food recommendations because you always have some good ones. You should go live. You should go live once a week on the Girl Code Instagram and just have all of like your favorite foods and just do like live eating mukbangs. <laughs> Wait, do you guys want to see that? Because I'll do it. I would watch that. Okay, well, you guys let me know um, if, you, if you want live food recs because like I have just kind of secretly been waiting for permission um, from you guys. I just don't know if you want to hear about it, but like that's all I want to talk about is mini and what I'm eating. So if you <laughs> just let me know. The the GC family would love it. They love me for who I am, which is like a little bit, a couple screws loose in the head. Um, Okay. Undecided and irrelevant. Gender reveals. Okay. Yeah. I, I can see that. Now I know someone, someone back there is going, why do you girls keep complaining, <laughs> talking shit on things that we have no authority to talk shit on, i.e. never been pregnant, don't have a baby, um, etc. Well, last week I thought I was pregnant. <laughs> so I'm not. Oh my god, me too. Okay, wait, I wasn't gonna I, I wasn't gonna throw you into it. I was waiting to see if you were gonna bring it up your pregnancy first. <laughs> Let's talk about our pregnancies. We had both pregnancy scares last week. Love that for us. So, okay, I'm going to take you through order of events. I just didn't want to throw you under the bus, Mads. Um, but since I now have permission, let's go. So Maddie texted me, we we're trying to record last week. And she, I was like, hello, are you ready? Like, are we still recording? Um, FaceTime me. And then she just sends me a photo of a pregnancy test. <laughs> like just the box. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I that was my first response, which as 25-year-olds, like, Maybe we, I should have checked to see if you're excited first. But my first response was like, oh, shit. That's the thing, hey, when you get to our, our age, it's kind of like, because your first response is still like, oh, shit. But then it's like, oh, actually, some people are like ready for that chapter. So it's like. Yeah, like knowing you, I knew it would be, oh, shit, like this is not good. But I need to sort of retrain my brain a little bit because some t- someday someone's going to message me like a pregnancy thing. and it would be like waiting for a positive response and I'll say, holy fuck, get in my car. I'm coming to pick you up. And they'll, and they'll say, Kaylin, it's our, our bundle of joy. It's due in March. And I'll say, oh, fuck. It's, it's funny because that's so true. Like we would be like, oh my God, I'm just like, oh shit. Like, what do you want us to do? And they're sitting there like, we're planning the gender reveal. Like we're so excited. And you're like, oh. Yeah. So at some point, I think I have to accept that we're not 17, which is just like a crazy concept. Um, Okay. So back onto the topic. So I replied to Maddie like, oh shit. And then I was like, "Um, was it a risky night? Do you have symptoms or late period? And she responds and says all three. And I was like, oh fuck again. Like, what are we going to do? Like, this is such bad. This is not good. Um, Turns out she was negative. So Oh yeah, I was negative. And do you know what actually is so funny? I actually don't know if I told you this, but I got my period later that day. I was like, you're just like my body was just having, it was just messing with me that day. It just wanted to really like fuck with me a little bit. Sometimes I think it does that just to keep you in check, like stop with those risky nuts. You know what I mean? Off the back of that, I was like, "Mm, do you know what? Now to think about it, I haven't had my period in four months. (laughs) Okay. Well, that, that is way more concerning than mine. I know like I was like shit Mads that sucks and we're talking and I was like yeah I haven't had my period in four months and you're like dude and I was like yeah well I was like okay babe like wait circle back to that what okay so yeah I haven't had it in four months the first month like if you guys care I just was like maybe it's stress 
that's fine. Second month, I was like, still a bit stressed. Uh, fine. <laughs> Third month, I was like, oh, it's probably because I started eating meat again. And I know like changing your diet affects that. So I was like, whatever. And then fourth month, I was like, oh, fuck. I, I mean, my first trimester is finished now. <laughs> I should probably look into this. My, I can hear my mum like convulsing um, at home at the fact of like how nonchalant I was about potentially having a baby. <laughs> I did one pregnancy test actually. I think it was month one or two and it was negative. So then I kind of just like rode, rode that out for the next few months just being like, no, I did one back then and it was negative. So obviously negative. I... I wonder what it actually is though because I do hear about a lot of girls that have this. Like I've seen a lot of influencers talk about like losing their period and stuff. Look, it came back. So moral of the whole story is I'm not pregnant. I did another test out of like literal paranoia because I was like, fuck, like the point I'm at, I was like, if I'm pregnant, like I'm having a baby, like we're, we're, we're doing the things. So I was like, and I've been drink, I have been drinking. I was like, oh no, it's going to have fetal alcohol syndrome. Like I'm spiraling. But then I was like, I could be a really good mom, you know? And then I started to get into like a bit of a maternal zone. And I was like, yeah, like I could do this. Like, you know, ordering one of those like baby holder things, like for my trots. I'm an aspiring male. Yeah. Then I went and bought a pregnancy test. Negative. So don't know. Mm, you should go see, you should actually, though, like in all seriousness, you should really go see a doctor. No, totally. Back to the point. What was the point? What was our point? Gender reveals. Oh, gender reveals. Right. So it got me thinking about what my potential gender reveal would be when I thought I might have been pregnant for a, you know, a moment there. Um, and I was thinking I probably won't have one. I, I mean, I, I can see that. I definitely can see that. I feel like they've only really started to pop up. I feel like since social media was a thing, like, did people used to have gender reveals back in the day? No. No, I think it just kind of came out and you're like, it's a boy. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about gender reveals. I think they can be done quite tastefully, but I think if you go, like, the other end of the spectrum, it's a lot. Well, what I was also wondering, like, you don't bring presents to a gender reveal, right? Like, no one's bringing gifts, so, like, I'm probably not going to have one. Oh, see, I would like gifts. Like, you just drop the gift off and then, like, leave. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, if everyone brings a gift, like, duh, I'm going to have a gender reveal. <laughs> but then I was like, no, you don't bring a gift to a gender reveal because you don't even know, like, you don't, like, you don't know. It's it's not a gifted experience. So I was like, mm, I'm not having that. I'm not wasting anyone's time. But then I was like, when I become a mom, am I going to want to just turn everything into a celebration and, like, Maybe. You will. Think about how you feel with Minnie, your dog. Oh, uh, true. I never actually had Minnie's um, gender reveal or... <laughs> but think about how, like, excited you are. Like, when you are actually pregnant, you will want to have a gender reveal. I will, and I'll probably make it everyone's problem. But I saw one, and it was... Um, oh, my God. This one's actually really sad. Did you see the plane gender reveal when it crashed? I did see that. I wasn't, I wasn't going to mention that, but I did see that. That was really, really sad. But I also saw one just the other day and it was like they told the waiter they handed the envelope to the waiter they were at like a bougie restaurant and the waiter had the you know gender in his card and he was like they're like bring out the lobster if it's like a boy and bring out the steak if it's a girl and I was like why is that low-key kind of so slay dude that would be your gender reveal that would literally be yours <laughs> I know I'd be like bring out the ramen if it's a boy and bring out 25 dumplings if it's a girl <laughs> <laughs> I would go to that so I came to the conclusion that um one I don't know how I'll feel till there's like a fetus inside me and so TBC on that I'll probably eat all my words two 
maybe at this point in time, I think if I was going to have a gender reveal, I would do it just me and my partner, like a intimate gender reveal. Yeah, well, I feel like you definitely have to have like a cute little moment when you find out. But I, I agree. Like, I think the big party and like popping the streamers with the colors, like it's just a lot. Unless there's gifts. If there's gifts, I'm for it. If not, don't bother. It all comes back to gifts. <laughs> it really does all come back to gifts. Truly. It always comes back to gifts and food. So yeah, that's my undecided and irrelevant, just something that's been on my mind. And then out, this goes out to the Crown Sydney and specifically Nobu. <laughs> Again, niche. The buffet. The buffet. So in Sydney at the Crown in Nobu, as I just quite literally previously mentioned, there is a buffet lunch special that I keep seeing on TikTok and it's $95 for all you can eat Nobu sushi for lunch. Now, holy fuck, that is actually my wet dream. I am so passionate about buffets and so passionate about Nobu. So yeah, immediately I went on because I saw so many videos, people posting about it. In hindsight, they're all like food bloggers, media, etc. Right. So they obviously, you know, get the head start on this. I go on, not a single booking available. It not it's there's none. You can't get a booking. Impossible. It stops in December and it's all completely booked out. <gasps> what? You're out. I'm angry at you, Crown. You can resolve this issue with me personally, which I'm sure is at the top of your priority list as the Crown, that you want to resolve this issue with me, Caitlin, uh, that you can just invite me next time just a little bit earlier and give me the heads up and Dude, I would not I think you're I think you're settling too easy. I would be calling them. I would just go. Don't you just think that is such a dream activity? Yes. No, I completely agree. If I was still in Sydney, I would be down there with you, probably waiting for someone to like leave so we could sneak in right now. No, truly. Maybe we should just backdoor <laughs> backdoor it and bring like a big handbag and just quickly take stuff and then go to the bathroom and eat it and then come back out and just like full- we'll probably get kicked down and banned for life. Actually, maybe not. We'd definitely get kicked out. But honestly, it could be worth it for like the tuna sashimi. Like I'm so down. Is that Madison Woolley in the bar in the bathroom eating? Gina sashimi out of her handbag. I'd be like, yes, okay, yes, it is. <laughs> Mind your business. Have you tried this tuna sashimi? No. Mm. You're just lucky you got a lunch booking. <laughs> I'm, I mean, it sounds like delicious. I have seen the TikToks and it looks fire. Well, yeah, I'm pissed off about it. So on my out list, and that's all. Thank you again for coming to my TED talk. I love the food wrecks. I'm so hungry now. You've made me like, I just want some sushi. I had mango on there, but I took it off because I was like, come on, you're taking the piss a bit now. You don't like mango. No, I love mango, but like everyone loves mango. Some people don't like mango. What? You know who doesn't like mango? I think it's my dad or my brother. Someone someone in my family doesn't like mango. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? No offense, but like a little bit sociopathic. Mango is like the happiest, is like the happiest fruit that exists. I know. No, someone in my family, I think it could be my dad, maybe. He doesn't like mango. Mark. And it's, like, really bizarre. I know. It's weird. That is crazy. Like, that's really just changed how my perspective on things. That's, that's really just changed the way I, I view Mark. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I, everyone now is like, Mark, like, I just don't know how to, like, look at you the same ever again. I'm sorry, Mark. That was a joke. I, I, it actually might be Jordan. I don't know if I've just like thrown you under the bus, Dad. I'm so sorry. So sorry. I don't know why this just reminded me of, call me crazy, but I've never bought Stolva Pesto. Have you seen those? And then everyone do it. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I 
love TikTok. It's like always the most outlandish shit that it gets stitched with. And I just like, someone needs to check on the store-bought pesto girl because like, how are you? Are you okay? I didn't even think it was that bad. Like sometimes I see videos where they say really stupid, like drawn out things. And I'm like, people are going to roast this. But I feel like the store-bought pesto, like it didn't sound that bad. But then when people clipped it, I was like, oh yeah, that's not good. I wish someone would, uh, I don't know, maybe like care for what you wish for, but Maybe I would think it was hilarious if someone, if I became one of those people. But I also don't know. Like, it also could, like, ruin my self-esteem for the rest of my life, like, if I was the pesto girl. Kaylin, dude, I know you. You would have, you would, like, seriously not be okay. I think in hindsight, like, after a few years, I'd be like, that was hilarious. Like, I was a meme, like, (laughs) everyone, like, ha ha. But at the time, yeah, I'd probably, like, move to, I don't know, Aruba or something. You would. Like, we would just never see you again. It's bad because it's so true. You would just be simply gone. I know. I've got a lot of, like, balls saying some of the stuff I do when I'm, like, so scared of criticism. You really do. (laughs) If someone comes to me for anything, I take it so deeply personally and whatever I'm working on it. See, I feel like you're getting better, though. When we first started, you were a sensitive little soul. God bless. But now I feel like you're a lot better. Less sensitive. I think I am definitely getting less sensitive. I yeah, I think I just have to because I gotta be able to back it up. Because one day, one of these claims is gonna come. One day, one of our episodes is just gonna get snipped, and people are just gonna run with it, and then Caitlin's just never gonna be seen again. (laughs) No, you'll literally see like maybe one post of like a plane wing, and I'll be like, bye now, bye for now, Sydney, and then you'll just never see me post again. Okay, I have something funny to share that I saw on my TikTok, which I think I'm like so late for. Please. Anyway, so I saw on my TikTok and I just thought it was so iconic that I had to share with the GC family. Lindsay Lohan bought a teddy bear that said, I love you so much, told the paparazzis that she was where she was going to be and then pretended to walk outside her ex-boyfriend's house holding this teddy bear in like a cute outfit, like leaving his apartment. And I just thought, that sounds like some shit that we would do. <laughs> Maddie, that sounds like some shit you would do. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do 100%. Okay, I take full responsibility. I would so do that. I also feel like it reminds me of, you know, when you are like kind of seeing someone and you do the whole like you watch their story on like a <laughs> fake account or you like watch it on, I don't know, a friend's account and then you just happen to randomly pop up in the same bar that they're at and it's just like fate and it's just crazy. It's not at all like a well thought out plan no exactly so I just thought that was funny if any of you guys I don't know want to like spice your life up a little bit do some shit like that because it's hilarious <laughs> oh my god you just reminded me first of all iconic Lindsay Lohan I love that they have the access to the paparazzi though because you could really fuck with your ex a lot if you had access to paparazzi think about it you could lucky we don't have that access because <laughs> 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 the amount of like shit we would have done in our like crazy era if we were famous and like people would have just thought we were absolute head cases so <laughs> probably for the best Definitely for the um best. anywho but you just reminded me do you remember when we we're doing toxic that little toxic moment we had probably like yes. two episodes ago and we we're giving hacks um i.e searching brazier blah 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 go back and have a look i think it's literally toxic tips um is in the episode title M- moving on someone dm'd off the back of that episode and provided Possibly one of the best ones I've heard. Oh my gosh, what does it do share with the public? Take precautions with this, but basically what she did was she said that you make an ad on Gumtree and you say it's for a free puppy, it needs to go straight away, call me if you're interested, like first person to call, like... 
<laughs> I'll give you the puppy for free and make the photo like the cutest puppy you've ever seen, like free puppy, and put the person's number as in the description. So then they just get thousands of phone calls from people being like, is this Sarah with the, you have the free puppy? Imagine how annoying that would be. Like your phone just nonstop ringing and you can't, even if you block the numbers, it'll just keep happening and you won't know why they're all calling you. Do you remember when I changed? <laughs> Do you remember when I put your number on that Chinese restaurant? So basically there was a Chinese restaurant near where we used to live. And on Google, like Google, I don't know if it's Wikipedia, it's like their Google business area, whatever. I don't know. They hadn't had a number listed on that search yet. So I, John and I went out of our way to, <laughs> I don't even know. I think we we're just like bored. Maybe we were hung over one day. I don't know what we were doing, but we just wanted to. It was during lockdown when you were bored. <laughs> and then we decided, we were like, you know whose number should be there? Kaylin's. So we put Kaylin's number into this Chinese restaurant. And she started getting calls of people trying to order China. It was so funny. And I think you had like, what, three calls and then you texted me and you're like, what the fuck? I like knew straight away. I was like, because there's been other pranks that you and John would do on me. Oh my God. Actually, do you remember that time, Tom? Do you remember what you did? Maddie had put like a butt plug, uh, <laughs> like a vibrate <laughs> and like condoms or like lube or some shit on my bed. And it was like all laid out so nicely. It looked like I'd laid it out <laughs> before he came over. <laughs> and like we got back into my room and I was like, <gasps> Oh my god! I was like, I swear it's not mine, Buddy! <laughs> oh fuck! I love roommate pranks. Roommate pranks is so funny. It was so iconic. Back to the story. Like I knew immediately that it was you and John fucking with me because you guys tend to do that. They're like, okay, so I'll place a takeaway order for like Mongolian lamb fried rice. I'm like, dude, I'm not a Chinese restaurant. Oh, and like, hang up. <laughs> like, what's happening? I was like, the fuck. Honestly, if you guys like want to like just jump on your local Google search for some restaurants and if there's no number listed, just see, like just have some fun. <laughs> Put your exes in there, make a listing, even like free Taylor Swift tickets around the time of the concert would go off. Like if someone oh like my God, that's genius. around the time of the Taylor concert, I swear to God, I'm posting free like Taylor Swift tickets and putting their number <laughs> as a description. So fuck with me. Okay. Oh my god. Yes. No, you should do it to an ex-boyfriend and like do it for like a heavy rock or like screamo band because then you'll get like some serious hardcore dudes calling him being like, where are the screamo tickets, bro? <laughs> you could really take this to like so many new levels, girls. Be creative. Um, but of course, tread lightly and they're going to start realizing soon. Also, the boys are catching on. I just remembered something else I have to tell you guys. Why? So I overheard a conversation when I was out and it was so <laughs> boy one. Boy one to boy two. This is when I realized they're fucking on to us. Um, was talking about how he had sex with someone in this country. And he was like, you know, I had sex with blah, 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 blah. She was really hot, blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't follow her on Instagram though because then insert partner's name would would see. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. But to confirm, they weren't officially dating these couple from what I could overhear. It, they were just seeing each other, but he didn't want her to find out that he had had sex with this girl because she would, you know, stop seeing him. Yeah, that got my spidey senses absolutely tingling because we have just spent years, right, saying, you know, 
check, you know, check his following. Like we're putting out there, we're telling the men indirectly how to get away with shit. Okay. And they're all catching on. Like they know because we're like, oh, it's such an ick when his name's under the, under the photo with likes. Like we hate it when the guys follow all these girls, like we've been telling them and now they're onto it and they're doing it sneakily. Mm, We're going to have to think of the next phase now like what where do we go after this once the boys catch up like with evolution which is what i think is happening here the girls have always been far ahead which is obvious we're already onto it we know exactly what they're up to but now they know that we know so they're doing they're onto it so i don't know spyware is again the only solution it's honestly it all comes back to us launching spyware merch i think we seriously need to get started on that well they say you know to have a successful business you find a gap in the market or you know you make something that already exists better supply and demand and i'm starting to think spyware (laughs) spyware for sure spyware is long overdue for a refresh and i think we can we've got what it takes to make spyware cool again. (laughs) I think so too. I could not agree more. It's the only way forward because these crazy boys, these naughty, naughty little boys, like overhearing that actually like shattered my heart because I was like, wow. Yeah, they're learning. We can't even, you know, rely on the following anymore because they know not to follow these girls. They're onto it. Yeah, they're learning. I have one more thing that I just wanted to say, which was more of a shout out and more of a thank you really to the GC family member who tagged me in uh, the 365 Days actor. I think it's Mikkel Maroon. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know if it's Michael, Mikkel, don't know. It doesn't really matter. He's just, like, his name's not really important, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so true. She tagged me in. He did a Dolce & Gabbana campaign. And I, if you guys haven't seen it, go look at it on TikTok. It is potentially the best video I have ever seen. <laughs> And she tagged me and I was just like, this is just so iconic. I think I replied in like 2.5 seconds. I was like, saved. (laughs) I actually love it when the GC, I know I mentioned it last week, but like when the GC family members tag us and stuff, because it just feels like, 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 I don't know, like the group chat. You know what I mean? Like, we're just like, literally. Yeah. It was so funny. And I was just physically laughing whilst also doing some other things to that video. (laughs) Totally kidding. Not really. Why is your soft porn addiction like (laughs) getting some traction? (laughs) Oh my God. It actually really is. It really is. I, I don't really have any, like I, there's no justification for it. I just love it. It's just so good. I think there's worse things you could be known for than like a soft porn addiction, like a hard porn addiction. That could be worse. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm over here reading books, okay? I love a good book. I actually need to check if that one, you know how I was saying that someone, they like, everyone's selling out that Turkish drama one that I was like really into, the mafia one? I should probably check if it's become available again because I need to read that too. Mm. I actually randomly got sucked into one of those like 30 part things the other day. It wasn't Turkish, it was uh, American. It was like The Girl in the Basement, which I think is an actual TV show, but I was watching like, in in one minute increments on TikTok. It sucks you in. It sucks. It gets you. It does. It does. It's it's not good. Also, I'd like to speak to the GC family member who wrote in last week about the shady boyfriend while he was in Europe two years ago situation. Did you message the girl? Did you investigate through the boyfriend's phone? Like which route did you take and how did it go for you? Please let us know. Thank you. Yeah, we're invested in that. I would love to know the outcome. Well, anywho, should we get into dilemmas, Sam? Dilemmas. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. First dilemma. Hey, K. Rod and Mads, I have a dating dilemma. 
I have been seeing this man for a bit and he's perfect for me on paper. Attractive, affectionate, smart, emotionally intelligent and sweet. But I don't feel much when I'm with him. I'm 26 and I have never been in a relationship so I can't tell if I genuinely don't feel sparks or if I'm self-sabotaging out of fear because I don't want to choose the wrong quotation marks first boyfriend. Also, I've seen women say it's kind of a red flag if you feel sparks on a first date, so that's adding more confusion. I don't know how to figure it out. What are some questions I can ask myself to figure out if it's fear or incompatibility? It's a great dilemma. That's a great question. That actually was a very well-structured and well-expressed dilemma. Did you major in English? Because that was really good. Mm, The juxtaposition. I don't know what that means. That's just one of the only words I remember from English. (laughs) I, look, I, I get what, like, I know what women mean when they say that if you feel sparks is a red flag. I think that's kind of referring to like the love bombing, super intense, like infatuation. I don't really necessarily agree that if you don't feel sparks, it's a good thing. I think you should feel like an element of attraction. I think there needs to be that level. Um, But also if you don't feel like an overwhelming like fireworks and crazy feelings, like I also don't think that's an issue like you can build that over time um but I think if you don't feel anything I mean I guess give it I would say give it more time that would be my opinion I think don't write it off yet if you've only been on I think you said two dates I think you have to give it a bit more time to see actually how you feel about him um but yeah give it more time see how you go don't don't get too sucked in the fact that you don't feel like crazy fireworks on either end, like either it's a bad thing or if it's a good thing, I think just you need to see how it, how you feel after a little bit more time spent together. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly what you said. It's just like, I think you need a little bit more time. How I would probably explain it is like, I think on the first date, you should feel a bit nervous. You should feel a bit jittery, anxious. Also, you're meeting someone for the first time, okay? Let's not like, like it's okay to be nervous and anxious about that. But I think if during like the weeks after you feel like on edge if they haven't texted you or like those kind of things, that's where I think that's like a red flag. Do you know what I mean? Like when you start feeling kind of like stressed, I think that's not good. Um, Or obviously if they're like crazily love bombing you, (laughs) like showering you with gifts, like all these promises and like maybe the promises haven't happened yet. Or like if they're like, I can't wait to marry you after one week, like that's love bombing and that's like too much. Yeah. I think it's just time though. Exactly what you said, Maz. I know that's like such like a I don't know, answer, but I think you just have to figure that one out. And if you never feel the spark, like if you give him a little kiss and you don't feel anything. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's just time, but I think don't write it off yet because I think it is still a little bit soon and you can develop more of that spark feeling as you get to know someone, as you get to fall in love with someone. It's not a really a red flag if you don't feel like insane infatuation straight away. Yeah, it's also probably a good thing not to feel like so obsessed at the start, you know? Yeah, Keep a clear head. He sounds like a great guy, though. I feel like if you do get to know him more, he probably will loosen up maybe and, like, maybe you guys will start to connect a little bit more on, like, a deeper level. Like, I don't know. I think he sounds great. I feel like there's potentially something there, so see how you go over time. Okay, Maddie. Hello. What are your thoughts on moving into your partner's house that him and his ex previously lived in? I have been with my current partner about nine months now, and he has asked me to move in with him. I still currently live with my parents and he owns his home. His ex-girlfriend of three years lived with him in that house prior to us being together. I feel a little bit weird that she used to sleep in the same bed and has purchased slash chosen most of the things which are in the house. I haven't yet given him an answer, but I wanted your girl's thoughts on this. Am I being unreasonable? 
Look, personally, I completely understand where you're coming from. I would feel so, I would hate that. I would feel so uncomfortable. Like I can, I get where you're coming from, but I also think it is, you can't really ask if he owns the house. If he's renting, you could ask him to be like, let's move into a fresh space together. I think that's fair. But if he owns the property, you're kind of backed into a wall. Like you have to just accept that that's the house that he bought somehow come to terms with it. Maybe you could ask if like you can redecorate a little bit or like switch the bed out if that makes you feel more comfortable. But I don't think it's fair to ask him to move out of his house that he owns because he used to live there with an ex. That's my opinion. I um, have the exact same opinion. Wow, really in sync today. If he was renting, I'd be like, let's get something else on our own. But he's not. He owns it. That's great for you. (laughs) Top result. I think save some money and come in and redecorate it together. First point of call, bed and mattress. The bed, the bed would be going. Like before I even stepped foot, I'd be like, the bed's out. Like the mattress is gone. Goodbye. The mattress is on the street. (laughs) Council cleanup's coming through. Um, But I think you have to kind of back it up by doing it yourself like I'd probably yeah buy a new bed buy a new mattress anything that made me feel like it was like aligned with an ex or his past life I would just you know respectfully ask if I could swap it out and then it's exciting as well because when I moved into my boyfriend's place it was his domain and I think I spoke about it on the pod I came through and like we did some new decorations together to make it feel like it was our space and I think that's fair and valid you know and I think that's fair like he's obviously you guys are moving in together it sounds like things are going well I feel like he'll respect and understand if you're like look it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable but like let's just refresh together a little bit I think that's valid moving into a place that isn't new for you two as a couple like objectively would be less exciting than moving into a brand new place together where you can go pick out the furniture blah 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 so you're just trying to make it more fun this doesn't even have to be about the ex you can just you know position this that this is just about you're coming in and you want to make it feel like a new space for both of you not like his old space for obvious reasons and I think I think that would land well and I think it's the only solution I wouldn't not move in you know if you want to move in with him I wouldn't like cut off the cut off the move but I would definitely maybe be spending the money you might be saving on not renting anymore and putting that into refreshing, removing every single trace of a female ever stepping foot in this apartment. (laughs) Repainting all the walls. What was that show? I can't remember what it's called. They turn all the lights off in a room and then they go through the room with one of those torches that show all the bacteria. You know, what's the blue light? Is it? Oh my God, disgusting. A black light. That's it. You get those. He would have come through and find any single strand of hair. Like every single bit of DNA of a female is like wiped out. He comes over. He's like, what the fuck is happening? The whole place is like steam cleaned. Everything's been bleached. Not even a single DNA cell from your ex is in this house. Honestly, mood. I'd get the cleaners in. I remember very early on into dating Tom, I found a hair tie and I had pink hair and I found like a brunette hair tie under the bed and it set me spiraling. Someone else has been here. I was like, that is not my hair tie. I never have hair ties. So do you know what I did in that situation? I took it and I continued to use it for like a year because I only ever have one hair tie. Oh my God. (laughs) So shout out. Thank you so much. Okay, well, that is it for this week's episode. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. I've got a little bit of housekeeping before I let you guys go. (laughs) Sorry. I sound like a teacher. (laughs) All right, kids, before you pack your bags, I know the bell has rung. I know the bell has rung. Everyone just hold your horses. Everyone sit down, sit down. 
Um, if you would like to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and join our Facebook group, it's all at Girl Code the Podcast. And also, if you guys would like to give us a five star review or share on your stories as well, that would be fantastic. And we really appreciate it. Also, I'd like to flag our Facebook group is popping off so much right now. Have you seen our chat? Wait, no, I haven't. You know what? I'm actually, I need to turn, you know what it is? My Facebook notifications, I don't get. I have turned it off. So I need to re-turn that on because I never see stuff. Understandable because Facebook notifications are so annoying. It'll be like someone from high school was tagged in 37 photos and it's like great, great uncle's fucking gender reveal. And I'm like, I don't care. No, that's like, that's mine. And like, I have so many like random people on Facebook. There's so many people on there that I'm like, who are you? But I also don't want to delete you because I'll never have access to your life again once you're gone because it would be so inappropriate for me to add you or care <laughs> 15 years later. Well, wow, actually, everyone's really posting in the Facebook group though. We've got a chat. So one of the GC family members created a chat and I think I approved it. I don't really know what went down, but I pushed a button. Then immediately we had a chat and I was like, holy shit. And I started freaking out, but then everyone just started talking in it and I was like okay so it kind of just took on a life of its own wow okay well slay slay Facebook GC community we get so many dilemmas so many I don't realize that I like that but you can put it in the chat or on the GC Facebook page you can post anonymously also and have the family give you feedback advice answers because obviously we can only do a couple a week we can't fit everything in so if you need an answer ASAP go to the GC Facebook page you'll get it immediately um well i think that's it from us for this week any other final thoughts k-rod oh i'm sure there's so many but i actually need to put a cork in it so we're also recording two episodes in two days back to back so i'm sure i can save some of those thoughts for her oh yeah all right well that's all and we'll see you guys next thursday (laughs) farewell bye